What is happening, everybody? Adam Houchins with Cripplecast here. I have Colin Salee in the studio today. Crazy, crazy, crazy bastard. So, say hello, Colin. Hello, hello, everybody. All right. I'm going to do a sponsorship shout-out real quick, and then we're going to get straight to the episode. So, first things first, we have Made With Love and a few F-bombs. That's Tara. She's one of my caregivers. She has a, uh, a company where she makes front porch stuff. It's totally cute. Totally cute. So, if you need something for your front porch, hit her up on the internet. She makes all kinds of crazy shit. So, anyway, Amber Manor Care Center. As I've said before, not a bad place to die. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's you know, they got uh, assisted living facility as well as rehab and other, uh, other things that they can offer. They're not just a place to go to die, but they're a great place if you need to go to uh, have some rehab and some other things. I got Custom Mechanical Construction out of Evansville, Indiana. They are great people. Kevin and Carl have done a lot for me since my accident. They are a uh, commercial construction company and can take care of your needs if you have a business. I have Atlas Labs with Chris Rowe. Chris Rowe has a 3D printing lab here in Petersburg, and uh, he does some wild shit. He also has a drone, and they do whatever drone people do. You know, whatever that is. Whatever drone um, people yeah, do. Drone people. I love that. Yeah. So, um, you know, they fly things and, you know, whatnot. Anyway, I also have Brain Trap Genetics out of Moffat, Colorado. Matt Aldridge is, runs a genetic seed line that uh, is pretty freaking cool. So... He uh, is available in all 50 states, so if marijuana is not legal in your area, you can still buy these seeds. It's only illegal to cultivate. All right. Anyway, back on track here. We have Colin Salee in the studio today. Holy crap, man. I have been waiting for this for a long time. I've referenced you multiple times in my podcast, so everybody can uh, you know, hear the story now. So, um, Colin, I'm going to let you go ahead and tell... Okay, I'm going to go ahead and let, tell you, let you tell... Your story, as as you you see it from your point of view. Now I have an a, opposing point of view because I was on the job site when this happened, and not opposing, um, but it was it was freaking wild when you got hurt. I was you got hurt at Toyota yeah. manufacturing in Princeton, Indiana, and yes, uh, nothing nothing bad about that. This was a uh, an accident. But go ahead and tell me your story. Go ahead and tell the people your story. Well, I was a structural iron worker, and uh, you know it was just another day at, at the job, and you know there was some unfortunate things that you know people had missed or not seen or whatever it was and um you know i was doing a connection and and things went haywire and essentially i ended up falling and uh i broke my back t4 uh t3 t4 completely ruptured t7 um just actually when i went just shattered it just shattered it was a compression i landed straight on my butt from okay. feet. And, and did, that, did, did that steel fall on you? No, no. Okay, now that's a misconception top. that I've heard. Now, let me let me take a, a quick step back. Um, when you say you're doing a connection, was there a, it, you were making a corner connection? Well, I, or, can't, I can't speak too in detail on that. No, but, okay, but I, I understand the story. I understand. <laughs> but, okay, so let's, let me, uh, I can speak on that. What I can say is what I heard happened, and you can say, no, that's not what happened. Fair so enough. I heard, being a construction worker myself, that you were doing a corner connection, you had a hot bolt in one side, you were bringing another beam in, and the beam hit the other beam, you were connected to the beam, it sucked you to the ground. That's pretty close. Okay, so, uh, we won't go into anything else, whose fault, this and that, but um, the fact of the matter is, you got sucked to the ground by a piece of steel, and you landed straight on your butt, continue. Yeah, Yeah, landed on my butt. um, Because there's people that I worked with that we all kind of was like, wow, 
fuck did that happen? So I've told her, they're like, hey, you can interview that guy? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm friendly guy now. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I remember being on the job site and hearing that there was a death. Yeah. And that was the first thing that happened. It was, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard that too. Well, you heard that too? Yeah. You're the fucking guy. Man, uh, learn things about yourself you don't know, but. Shut up, Sweetwater Sound. I got, I got people calling me from. Hey. Uh, well, it's not Neuralink. That's the one I want to answer. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when I got to the hospital and they did all the imaging, uh, the doctor said that uh, it literally looked like I had just gotten shot and, and directly in my T7 vertebrae. Oh, wow. There was no, like, recognizable You're nice and black. Left. I know, right? All right. And uh, so... No, that's... Just to say, there is a, um, a common thing that I've seen among spinal cord injury patients that... And I'm not being a racist. I'm just saying... The people that have they're black, they would like to say, "Hey, I got shot." So yeah, that's a, that's. A they like to tell them. I was like, so yeah. if you see a black guy with a spinal cord injury, it's fifty fifty. Yeah, you know, it's. I'll be honest with you, and and yeah. you know, I've said this to my black friends in wheelchairs, and they're not offended by this, so don't fucking cancel me, <laughs> assholes. Anyway, so uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much just total chaos in my back, and uh, you know, we made it through, and a couple broken ribs, and a couple Could fractures. You move your hands. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah, right. so, yeah. So when you got hurt, you could still function your upper body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, there was never an issue with the upper body. Um, awesome. I was right, you know, it's like from the nipples down is my yeah. injury. And so luckily, you know, T3, T4, actually, some individuals with that in injury actually have weakening or uh, nerve issues in their upper body and hands. And, and you're lucky. I you got don't. lucky. I, That's good. Like, I've got like so lucky because I've just had the easiest transition i've like had no medical issues no problem that's great and honestly smooth. like like if in the whole swing of my injury like yeah i don't my i'm chest down as well but my my that's why i'm quad for people you know i'm just informational purpose i'm telling people um my hands don't work so i have i'm a quad i have i have a uh, disability in all four limbs so i technically i'm a tetraplegic is what yeah, they call yeah. it i don't what's okay what's different than a quad and a tetraplegic well i don't know I've always well Tetris three, yeah. Know, like, well, so okay, so okay, so three limbs. I see. Yeah, I understand. Maybe yeah. uh, I'm just I'm kind of retarded, but what? I don't think you say five? that anymore. I think we can say that though. What's five? What What if nothing works? Well, I think they continue consider that a quadriplegic. Okay. I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I you know. Cause, hey, if somebody knows. Let us know. I mean, yeah, what happens if your leg quits working all the way? Yeah, we're just cripples. We don't we don't know the right <laughs> answers to these things. I'm just talking shit on the internet, calling it advocacy. So it's just the way it is. So yeah. anyway, you got you're in the hospital. Yeah. What did they tell you at first? And you're like, you're never gonna walk again because they told me that. No, uh, well, I told the doctor that straight up, which I knew, you mm -hmm. know, on the job site. You know, it's like everyone rushes over and you know it was a crazy feeling you know and immediately my legs kind of, I just felt like I was elevated upside down I felt like I was hanging the by same, my feet you the know? same thing I felt and the same thing like immediately. this kind of wave and all the, the pain hits you and then everyone was running over and I was like hey so like, don't even freaking touch me I'm laying there face down in the mud you know and um so you I can't there even see down. yeah I was like all jacked. you knew you were fucked up. Yeah, and I was like, don't even touch me. Just call the ambulance, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and as long as you could breathe, they had yeah, leave you there. Yeah, I was good. And, um, yeah, because so. they had touched you, man. They had fucked you up worse. Yeah. Because so. So what happened to me was is they missed a bunch of fractures. Yeah. And so I had arm movement. At first, no hand movement. My hands were dead immediately. It was, it was kind of fucked. 
And I was like, I knew exactly what happened when I broke my neck. So I was like, yeah, I'm paralyzed. Yeah. I broke my neck. Um, you know, I had my brother and sister who were medical professionals. I knew they could take care of me, but, um, I, I immediately had arms. I had like chicken wings. Yeah. And so over a week period of time, they had missed fractures in my T level and they basically broke my neck worse. Yeah. And I lost all arm movement. So I was neck down for, I was neck down for, uh, sorry, uh, a month at least. Wow. So I drove with a straw in my mouth and everything. Yeah. And then I started getting arm back. And then I didn't even, this right arm didn't even come back to like, oh. Yeah. You're so, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing you in the hospital. And, and I was, I, I, did I have my hair dyed at that point? No, I don't think you I did. had gotten, uh, I, I was like just going nuts, first of all. I was losing my fucking mind, but I was all positive, you know? Yeah. And uh, I had a friend of mine come over and she dyed my hair burgundy okay. in the hospital. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me. I think I, I was there. Like and I did just, a Fu Manchu. I think I was there like a day or two before that because I remember okay. you telling me like someone was coming to do that. Yeah, and, and my wife was like, "Oh yeah, it's fine." A little bit. I know. You know she wasn't gonna stick. She didn't up. care. Yeah. She yeah. Up, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, that's another story for another time. Yeah. However, back to uh, what you were talking about. Yeah. So um, you in the hospital. Yep. You have you're at Frazier at this point, or are you at the Louisville? Or where were you at this point? I spent I spent five days um, in Evansville at, at Deacon's Midtown. No, uh, no, really, uh, St. Vincent. Okay, That's see, and they, they took me to they took me to Deaconess because they they have the trauma center. Yeah, and I'm surprised they took you to, to St. Vincent. Yeah, St. Vincent. I'm lucky. Okay. I mean, I had really good care there, and one of the best ortho doctors that you could get. Oh yeah, so, incredible experience. Yeah. And uh, you need want to give him a shout out? Yeah, Doctor Gable. He's the hey, guy. Hey, he's my doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Doctor Gable. Yeah. You know what's funny? Um, he lived down the road from me when I lived in Newburgh. Oh, really? Yeah, this giant ass mansion yeah. that got abandoned a few years ago. Uh, somebody moved out of it, and uh, it had been sitting idle the whole time I lived at my in laws' house. And as I was moving out, you know, they, somebody else bought it, and they, it was turned out to be Doctor Gable. Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. He's, yeah, he's a good surgeon. You know, I'd like to get him on the podcast, and and he said. A long time ago that he that he would, but I I haven't seen him over a year. Yeah. So maybe I'll uh, next time you're in town, I'll see if I can get him in here. Yeah. To talk to both of us. Yeah. Be great. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a swell guy. So go ahead, Doctor Gable. Yeah. And, he, and you know now back to one more thing about Doctor Gable. He nobody wanted to do my surgery because it was it was risky. Like I have titanium. I'm, I'm fused from C three yeah. to T three, and that was something that all kinds of doctors were like, Nah, I'm yeah. not touching. Right. And so. He's like, I'm going to give this guy a chance to live the best life he can. And uh, so shout out Dr. Gable. He's a lifesaver, both of us. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's great. So yeah, All right. Dr. Gable, go ahead. Yeah, so he, uh, I think he spent about eight hours prying around on me to get me all lined back out. He got me some fresh titanium rods too. And, and uh, yeah, so five days there. And then I got transferred over to uh, Fraser in Louisville. I was there for a month of inpatient. And then I was there directly after that for another month of outpatient. I was staying in a hotel a couple blocks away. Yep. Under the uh, under the Crack Rock Bridge. And, yeah, um, and yeah. Got it's gotten worse the last couple of years. I went to visit a buddy of mine in Fraser uh, a while back. And oh, in just a year's time since I've been there. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's kind of rough down there. We saw a lot of o- overdoses and stuff yeah. just going back and forth. You know, it was like three blocks. and. Yeah, it was a uh, this is crazy. Because uh, you were right there, I mean, the Jewish hospitals right there too. Have you ever been in that place? 
Um, I don't know if I have. It's an we, absolute shithole. We ran. Well, is it one of them that's connected by the bridge? Because when I, think I so. when I was in there, man, I was so stir crazy. We would spend like all day. We would just take because you can go to like four different yeah. blocks, and your fiance was with you the whole time. Yeah, for yeah. the most part, and they didn't want me to cross the street. Yeah, that's what you think you're gonna. So I would just like I figured out the maze of the hospital, and I would just go up and down levels, and I'd cross each bridge, and we'd go walk around that block, and then we'd go eat at that cafeteria when we got tired of this cafeteria, or find a restaurant or food yeah. truck over there. So yeah, so you were all in the Jewish hospital, so old, and my mom was in there for. Uh, whatever reason, a few years ago, and I, when, you know, she got transferred up there, and we got there like an hour later, and I said, good God, it looks like Hell's Pass Hospital in South Park. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't take my cat to get an abortion there. So, like, I, I just, I don't know, I was like, it's pretty rough, but, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it's uh, an old hospital. But Frazier was good, you know. Good, yeah, I heard, I heard a lot of great things about Frazier. They kept wanting to put me... In a standing, as like put me on the treadmill and do all yeah. the standing crap and You're all like, the no. electro stuff. And I was like, well, I, was like, uh, I don't know. So uh, it was like the first day and and they put all the electrodes on my back. And uh, they started to shock me and they didn't have good connections. And they're oh. just like arcing off my back. Really you know? like lightning like, ah, going off your ah, back. Ah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, it stings every time. Yeah, I was like, this is, I was like, you're going to have to stop because I'm not, I don't like getting shocked, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was, and I, I wasn't really convinced on the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you had a rough go things that I work about. And, uh, I've been shocked a f all the time. And I was like, you know, I was like, I don't even care about this. And I was like, I'm not, I don't even really want to do this. And, uh, they're like, well, we'll try again tomorrow. Like, ah. nope. The next day, same thing. I started getting shocked again and again. Getting shitty about it. And I'm like, listen, we're not doing this anymore. Today's it. This is it. I'm done. Yeah. And um, finally, I, I had to convince him. I was like, I'm not going to walk. Like, the doctors told me I'm not yeah. going to walk. I know the diagnosis. I'm okay with that. I can survive without walking. But I was like, I need you to teach me how to live life and go on. Exactly. You know? And it took me like a week. I had to get pretty shitty with the PTs. Down I kept there. my I kept my cool for a yeah. long time. And like, I mean, you know me now. Do you, can you imagine me being a, a patient? Yeah. Oh. And I was. I'm not mean to the nurses or anything. Right. I I was. I finally got irritated when they wouldn't tell me when I was going home. I said, I'm a 34 year old man. I have a daughter. I have a wife. I need to know some things here. Yeah. If you don't think I'm capable of continuing therapy or I'm not advanced enough to go to the second program, you need to tell me now. Yeah. They told me two days before I went home. Yeah. I got a little shitty towards the end. Yeah. And uh, I didn't mean to, but like when I was in the hospital in, in Evansville, oh, I said all kinds of crazy stuff. It was awesome. Oh, like, Those yeah. people loved me. Yeah. But then they, uh, another, a guy came, I don't know, I don't know a guy that had worked at, I don't know who, I don't know who told me this. They said whenever I go down to, maybe it was Ben Trockman. He said, when you go to, you're going to have to watch your mouth when you go down there to uh, Shepherd. And I said, I don't know, that's going to be rough. Yeah. And uh, and so I did watch my mouth, and I ended up uh, doing good until that last two weeks, and they were ready to get rid of me. Yeah. Well. So I just, I got, well, I got locked down for COVID, but I wasn't even in direct contact with this guy. But they let my mom, super spreader Janet, run around the fucking hospital. <laughs> And, uh, like, but then she get to come and go from the room? Like, what the f*** kind of sense does that make? Yeah, yeah. And I said, I was like, if I was exposed to somebody, then she's exposed to me and she runs around the hospital. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Right. That's retarded. 
So, um, anyway, that was the only problem I had with Shepard. But I understand that was their policy. Nope, everybody was trying to navigate the pandemic still. It was second the time the second time came around. Yeah, when I was in the hospital. Yeah. So it was like fuck. Yeah, that sucks. I didn't yeah. do anything like that. And I well, and I had I could only see that I, my daughter came. But the only place you could see, like, I'm, they might have changed this by now. I'm, I'm sure they, because I bitched about it quite a bit. Um, maybe they didn't give a shit, whatever. But I, uh, I could only see my daughter through a, uh, a, a metal fence. What? Yeah, like she came down there and they said, okay, COVID shut everything down. And they had like <laughs> yellow tape up and I ripped it down every time. Yeah. And, like, and I ripped it down and I was like, I'm going to see my kid. And they wouldn't let her come, like, like they put her over the fence and like so I could hold her and shit. And uh, it was stupid. Like, she was there for two weeks, and they, they originally said she could come in. But then they said, uh, COVID happened. We can't have any extra people in here. So my mother-in-law couldn't come in. Yeah. My wife could come in. And my mom could come in. But they still stayed in the same room as my mother-in-law and my daughter. So, you know, it just didn't make any sense. And yeah. that's why I got here. I sent my daughter home. And then my wife followed a couple weeks later. So me and my mom stayed in Fraser, for, I'm sorry, Shepherd for another month. Right. So anyway, back on track. Sorry with your uh, no, your story saying about me. goddammit. it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good. But yeah, you know, I spent. Um, finally, I convinced him after about a week down there, and I was like, "Listen, I got, I can deal with this, but you need to, you know, teach me how to get around yeah. and how to deal with the life I've been given." And, right, right. And uh, they and they did that. They they came through. They they realized what I was saying and. Man, I had a great time down there. I had a great team. I became yeah. friends with a lot of them exactly. people, and you know they they had a they ended up getting like a hand cycle for me, and I That's I awesome. rode all the way across the bridge over to Indiana. Hey, awesome! And you know, and, and with some friends and riding bikes and stuff, and we'd go out to eat. Me and and the OTs and the yeah, they wouldn't let me leave. We'd go like. We went down to the Hard Rock, rolled all the way down to the Hard Rock on Fourth Street, and, and and you were with other guys in wheelchairs. No, no, it's oh. just me and my fiance. Oh, that's cool. Was getting like these private outings with the PTs and stuff. Hey, on that's the weekends. Cool. We and, went like, to the movies once. You know, it was pretty cool and and uh, a great team. And then I had access to the gym there, and I just tried to put my head down and grind it out for a couple months. That's so good. I could get home. So yeah, yeah. Did you get home sick at all or anything? But your fiance was with you, so. Yeah, my mom and fiance were down there most of the time pretty yeah. well, um, and I I was just ready to be home. Yeah, but I was I, also like in learning mode. I was just like, I'm gonna try and learn everything I can and, and adapt. Did they have at Fraser? Did they have classes that you go to, to like teach you like a like okay for for example, well you do okay you do a bout program yeah and you and and you calf calf every yeah. four hours yeah. or however long. Okay, so I'm on the opposite. I have, I have, you know, yeah, colostomy and uh, uh, super pubic. Right. So they taught you how to like. Did they do classes to teach you how to do that kind of stuff, or was it um, <sighs> the, just, just you did it, or did you just do it in uh, in like a the nurse setting where she come in your room and teach you how to do that kind of stuff? It was mostly they were really good about like one on one on that type of stuff, you know. And they started out there and they had the calf kits and. Where you had to lube it up and put the iodine on you. Oh, yeah. Like, like a, the lengthiest process in the it's world. A, it's like, and it, it was like two weeks in, and I was like, this is ridiculous, you know? You're and, like, I'm uh, not, there's no way to live. And I was like, I, and then you got to go in a urinal and all this, and I was like, I was like, this is crazy. They're like, well, 
we have really nice catheters, but we don't give those to people until we're discharging them because we don't want them to get an infection or anything. And I'm like, listen, I got to live with this for the rest of my life. I was like, I'll wash my hands. I'll wipe myself down. Just give me a freaking better catheter than this yeah, thing. You and, know? And, and they did. And you can't, you can't feel it, but it's, hey, look, <laughs> it, it, you still feel it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's called dysreflexia. Yeah. And you, me personally, I feel dysreflexia in my head. Oh, okay. Like, I feel it, uh, it's a tingly feeling in my head, or my cheeks, basically right here, and I get a, I start getting a headache. Yeah. My blood pressure shoots up. Ah. So, that is what, um, to me, like, I, I, like, anytime I have a kidney stone or I have a UTI or something, that's what starts it, and then I get spasms real bad too. Right. So my spasms are getting worse now. Did yours get any worse or better? Or man, over probably the last six months, I've definitely noticed mine getting worse. But what do you think that's the reason is for that? Well, I think mine is. Well, I say this last six. I'm probably more like the last three months. Okay. I've really noticed it. I noticed it a lot when I when I broke my femur. Okay. Which yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. About but when I what I was really that? really good until I broke my femur. And then after that, they started getting worse. And then, like the last three months, I haven't been being as active. I haven't been playing. That's what I. That's what I think it is too. Because I've been here working like 10, 12 hour days every day. And we're gonna get to that later. Yeah, and and we were in South Africa um, hunting. I was there for two weeks hunting. Literally just. Yeah, so you're not working out as much. You're not as yeah. active. You're not playing any adaptive sports. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's what it is for me. Is like I've been. I've been lazy yeah. about about working out a little bit, and I think that it's standing in my chair. Yeah. So I think that's probably why mine is mine are getting bad too. So. Yeah, I'm I'm super I'm like so ready to be back in Colorado. So because I got my brand new like literally picked up my new tennis chair, pickleball chair like, in Dallas. Is that like you call it a tennis chair? Do you play tennis in it or well, you, you that's play basketball? It's in it? designed for tennis, so, but like basketball. It's, well, it's lighter than a basketball chair. Okay, but kind of a similar setup. Because those probably are are high or are you know made better, so because you run into each other all the time. Yeah. Well, these they're the same frame, same design, and everything. They just don't have a couple like protective features like I the see. basketball chair. Because you don't need them. Yeah. Right. You're not running into people and playing right. pickleball and tennis. Oh, because you're playing pickleball with it, probably. Yeah, that's my big thing, and I'm going to cool. try to get into tennis, but it's. Well, I like, I, I'm going to strap some shit to my hand. I can still play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. like a, uh, my nephew plays pickle. He plays tennis. So we have a pickleball court in his driveway. Uh-huh. So, I mean, all I got to do, but I, I'm going to get, I'm going to play ping pong with him, but yeah. I, want, I have to uh, put a ping pong paddle on both sides of my hand. Uh-huh. So then I can actually play. I mean, yeah, yeah it's a uh, handicap or whatever. Like, yeah, if so I fun. beat him, I'm not really beating him. But, yeah. But, you nah. know, I think it's, I think, like, that. Like, I can do other things, just I'm, I got limited use of my arms. Have so you seen the Have you seen the um, the power chair uh, soccer? Uh, no, it's pretty cool, man. Were they hit it with their hands? No, they got like this surround, this metal surround, and uh, yeah, you just there's like they they zoom and uh, you hit the ball with your chair, and I mean it's just like oh that's like awesome normal soccer, but it's I'd all love, from a power I'd love chair. Yeah, the power cool. chair. Yeah. And then, and then there's quad rugby too. Well, and I've seen that. Yeah. And I, uh, they, they thought that it was gonna be fun for me to watch that one time. Nah. And I was like, maybe, like you don't understand. I don't like sports anyway. <laughs> like I'm not like into sports anyway. So watching wheelchair rugby was like, ah, uh, 
That's a bummer. I mean, I think it's pretty well, freaking Well, I cool. probably now I do. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't like, like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'll watch that kind of stuff now. I think it's impressive now knowing what I know. But I, at the time, I wasn't a big sports guy. Right. So, um, I think it's cool what you do. So, like, let's, all right. Let's, let's get back to that so we, because uh, there's a lot of people that I've told, that, that keep have asked me in Pike County, like, when am I going to have you on? When am I going to have you on? So, um, you know, definitely want to get you while you're in town. Yeah. So people do want to hear the whole story because if there's a misconception on a lot of things, like 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 I said, like you got sucked to the ground by a piece of steel. and Yeah. Well, not that, uh, but you the steel fell on top of you is what I, I had heard. Right. And I was like, well, the legs look okay. But, uh, yeah, no, I didn't have anything land on top of me. Uh, okay, good. Fortunately. So you uh, uh, let's back to Frazier. You finished up Frazier. Yeah. And by that time, you're basically where you are now. You can you can function your arms. You can function yeah. your hands. You can uh, transfer. Yeah. You can do everything you need to do. Yeah. Probably, okay. probably within the first week, I, I I had everything pretty well figured out. That's great. That's great. Because yeah, you were super, already strong enough. Lucky. You were already strong enough to pick your own body up. Yeah, I mean, I was like, you know, coming from the ironworking background. And um, you're also a, a avid yeah, sport. You, yeah. you were doing triathlons super, and shit. Like, come on, you were more active than most people. So Yeah, I was I was still in the bicycle racing stage and triathlons. And then, you know, put the 100 pounds of tools, you know, packing around that, hanging upside down and climbing all over all day, every day. Yeah. So I was definitely fit and uh, I was in good shape, you know. I had a guy that I worked with that usually claimed to know you. He, okay. He was like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. He, I ride bikes with him all the time. I ride bikes with him all the time. He probably don't know. I'm not going to say his name here, but I'll tell you later. Okay. But he was like, yeah, I know the guy. I know the guy. Okay, man. Yeah. So there's a lot of people out there that know me that yeah. I don't know them. Yeah. And that's, what I, that's what I was wondering. I was like, uh, you, you might know him. I was like, he's from my hometown. I don't know him. And I, I didn't at the time. But, uh, you know, I'll be curious after that. I'll say, I'll tell you. All right. But, uh, but he's mostly full of shit if he's listening to Anyway, I don't really care. Um, he knows who he is. But, uh, um, basically, no, I, I'm serious, I don't like the guy. But, uh, um, basically, uh, you rode bikes before, you did uh, running, and you did swimming. You were a great swimmer in high school. Like, yeah. Uh, I was a swimmer in high school, and, you know, no, I wasn't like you by any means. <laughs> I wasn't great. I was you just decent. Fuck, you were better than, did you go state? I didn't go to state, no. What, was, what was the highest you went to? Um, I mean, definitely regionals. I, I mean, I was with the top of the team, you know. Well, yeah, that's better than I ever got, too. It's, it's like farther than anybody else got from Pike Central. I was okay. There was kids going to state. There from was kids Pike Central? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Shout out to those cats. Yeah, Jake and Chaney. Oh, uh, Chaney. Kevin Marshall and Okay. Yeah, if I miss anybody yeah, yeah. else. But, hey, there were some great swimmers. There were some good swimmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some good swimmers when, you know, like, uh, Pierce Arnold was... A big swimmer when I was in school. Yes, another very, very good. Uh, it's so funny. Have you met his brother? I don't believe so. His brother, fraternal twins, and they look—they are fraternal. <laughs> there is no doubt about it. They look right. nothing alike. So, uh, anyway, I was in swimming both of them once. Okay. The guy, once the little guy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, you came home, and what did you do when you came home? You came back to Pike County. Yeah, I was here for a while couple years a couple years and <laughs> while you were here did you what did what did you get involved in what what did you stay at home for a long period of time i stayed home for like like i went out a little you know like went out and let people take me but i eight months was uh, about the time i got a job i got a job at eight months yeah out, which is kind of unique for people that are you know in our situation most of the time you just don't get jobs again again yeah and uh but you okay i mean we don't have to speak on this a lot but 
Uh, obviously, I would if I was you. You sued the company or something like that happened, wow. and they, you know, you're you're not destitute, so yeah. you're you're fine. So that's basically the the information people want to know. You're yeah, not destitute. Yeah. Um, can't probably reveal all that bullshit, but um, anyway, you're doing all right. Yeah. But uh, you know, if people think that I have a Scott Cost settlement. Yeah. And you get women that sometimes are like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, I ain't got any money. Yeah. And they're like, oh. And then they're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. So yeah. that's okay. You already had a girlfriend. I did. Yeah. It works out. Super lucky. She stuck, stuck with me. No She's joke. still putting up with me. So yeah, no shit. I, like, I don't know that I would have, but. Yeah. yeah. I question it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. So you came home. Do you, and, and when did you first get involved? What got you out of the house? Well, I was super active, and I just had that super active mindset. And, I, and it's hard to get because I was pretty positive, and I used humor to mask my insecurities, but that's how I had to be hyper-positive. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I was just naturally that way, yeah. and I knew, like, it was, it's kind of, I mean, people are like, oh, that's kind of made up, or, you know, they don't believe that I was, like, just truly, like, it was whatever. It wasn't a big deal. You can't you change know? anything. So. I couldn't change it, and so I just dealt with it, you know, and I think a huge influence was probably a shout-out to Mick Hetman. You know, we, were, we were great friends leading up to that. You know, okay. he was bringing me, he was cooking steaks and bringing them down to Louisville for dinner for me, you know. That's awesome. Like, you know, he was just here today. I, I, I saw him today. Did yeah, you, I saw him before he came out. Yeah. And, um. and uh, he would... He would come pick me up from the house, you know, and, and take me to his house. And I would go over there and we'd do photography and he would run me, you know, we would go to the reenactments and stuff. That's and, fucking, shout out to Mick Hetman. He, uh, if anybody doesn't know the guy, toy maker, entrepreneur, um, great guy. he's a great guy. He's, uh, he's into all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, so, uh, Mick Hetman, look him up. He's, he's a wild man. Yeah. Wild man. I've known since I was five years old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, crazy story. He went on a canoe trip with me. Yeah. Uh, when I was five, uh, through the Boy Scouts, his his father in law was a scoutmaster, uh, Paul Pancake, great man, uh, rest in peace. But that was his father in law, like so. He, his wife and he came on, and uh, I knew when I was five. And I remember he was a toy maker. And remember when we were kids? Well, you were, you were a little bit younger than me. When I was a kid, they had these uh, racetracks that went on the fucking wall, and they were magnetized. Yeah. Well, Mick made that one. Like, oh, he, yeah. he admitted that. Yeah, he So, whenever he told me that, I was like, kid, I was like, no way. He's so cool. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's the coolest guy I've ever met. And I remembered that until I was like 18 or so. And I was like, that guy's probably lying to me. Yeah. He wasn't. No, no. He wasn't. He wasn't. And I and I, I ran to him a few years later. And at, at the Buffalo Trace Festival, he took a picture of me while my band played. Yeah. And uh, that's how I reconnected. I was like, wait a minute. I remember you. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, you're not full of shit. Yeah. So he's not full of shit. He's awesome. So, so I mean, I was super lucky to have good friends, like true, like wholehearted friends. And then I was also super lucky, you know, I got hurt on June 13th and um, early October. So I was in the hospital for two months. Yeah. Um, so less than really two months after I got out of the hospital, I got into a driving school. I had okay. my own vehicle at that point. So Again, you had to go through Easter Seals to do that? No, I did a whole deal down in uh, Louisville. Oh, okay, that's nice. Uh, so that's it nice. wasn't the Easter Seals. And uh, the lady that I had to drive with, it was like second nature to use my hand and drive. I was driving a manual truck. And oh, okay, so I got it, hurt. It coming from motocross and, you know, and all that, it wasn't a big deal to 
use my hand to drive a vehicle, you know, it's just kind of whatever, small adaptation. And that's cool. She was a bitty man. She was oh. tough to deal with. And she, oh. she was like the traffic cop, you know, oh, yeah. like everything had to be perfect. And I was like, lady, I don't know how to drive. No, I don't remember her name, her name but wish we, uh, I was going to make you say that. I, I would, but I don't remember her name. That's okay. But man, she was tough. But I, I, it was like three, like the longest three days to get through <laughs> I guarantee that. it. It's like when I got my license. Yeah. yeah she, I was didn't walking, me, man. she didn't want me to speed, you know, or anything. When we're just driving around for like eight hours and she doesn't want me to eight speed. Eight hours? Yeah. Drive around with that, yeah, that was person that, that, like, irritating? Yeah, it was terrible. She wants you to play the radio? Oh, I don't even, I doubt it. <laughs> Fuck her. Yeah, it was terrible. She sounds like she sucks. But I, I got it, and then after that, I was off to the races. I was like, just out adventuring. I drove around a lot, and had a I had a Dodge fifteen hundred that I got. Yeah, set up. that's something I want to bring up. Hey, this crazy bastard, he drives a fucking truck. I never see anything like it. You should see this bastard climb out of it. First of all, getting back in, it's another. Oh, I don't even like driving that truck. I meant to You drove it today. I didn't. Yeah, that's what I have. I had. I've got to pull my skid steer. Oh, back okay. Colorado, okay. So. Yeah, he's got a skid steer on the back of it right now. Yeah, okay. It's, it's yeah. Ever. So I usually drive my Tacoma. The fuck out of here. And I've been on my motor. I got my motorcycle here. I've been riding my motorcycle. Do you? Okay, so when you're driving a motorcycle, is it, are you on the motorcycle or are yeah. you in a sidecar? Yeah, I'm on the motorcycle. That's insane. Yeah, we rode up to. How do you? How, how do you? Well, I guess. Your balance must be good then. Yeah, like, I, obviously. I have decent balance. So. Because like I, 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 because I'm because I haven't working out. I, my core is not as strong. Yeah. So I I have to I keep these laterals on. Yeah. But I could be in a manual chair, but man, it's going to destroy my shoulders so quick. Right. And so I don't. I want one. Yeah, but I'm afraid. Nice I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to fuck up my shoulders. Yeah. I want one. There's a. Have you seen those? That I, I maybe I can get them here, but maybe uh, I can't. I don't think I can. Uh, Trekmedic. It's a wheelchair company in Europe. Is that the like really well, it has small like, power chair? Yeah, it's a manual yeah. slash power chair. Yeah, and it's uh, I, I don't know if you can get them here, but I'm gonna have a guy build me one. Yeah, um, I want to uh, yeah, I want a guy to build me one out of like a titanium frame, and it's just like a, it looks like a high chair seat almost right. that you're yeah. sitting in, and it's like a, just a bucket seat, and you're like, what's well, like those handicap uh, uh swings? Right, like they look just like it, but it's just like a bucket seat, and then. They're pretty cool. They have like three wheels on them. Yeah. I want one. And but I don't think I can buy one. Here. I don't know. If I can, I'm just gonna have somebody make one for us. Right. There you go. Yeah. Well, and I got, you know, luckily being welders as we were, I, I could probably still weld, but I'm not I'm not building my own chair. Oh, come um, on. I want to build well, my own. Well, I, I mean we can. I mean I could build my own. I mean I'd probably if somebody tacks it up for me, I could weld it. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. But I never uh, but I can't weld titanium. Yeah, I can't weld titanium. I got a TIG machine. We though, could do so. I could no, I probably couldn't do aluminum anymore because it's a TIG. I'd have to run TIG. You can get a finger, but you don't. You don't have. I don't finger if I had a bike switch. Well, you could. It would be easy to convert. I, if I, I get a bike switch, could, yeah. You got a lot of technical people around oh, here. Yeah. I think you could. Hey, uh, uh, surprisingly, it's just enough, a potentiometer. Okay, yeah. What I need, what I'm looking for, is a. Um, so I can use power tools again. I'm looking for a what's it, a variable speed bike switch. Yeah. Because, you know, you squeeze the trigger. That's a variable yeah, speed yeah, trigger. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want a variable speed bike switch so I can run an impact or a drill. I can strap one to my hand. You can just mount it, like, right here and just, like, 
right yeah. here, and you're like, you just drive into yeah. whatever you're doing. Exactly. Really. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 well, that's the goal. Like, you know, I got the 3D printer and shit. The goal is to build shit like that so yeah. we can still use it. Sure. And right now, I'm, you know, I'm building toys and cool shit because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, but the goal is to build adaptive eating utensils. I want to, I got a hand band that I'm, that's going to be just like this for people that don't use their hands. So it'll have a, a stylus attached to it and it'll have a hook that I can roll around and extend out so I can grab shit off the counters. And it's going to have a little port right here that I have on, on my, you know, my silverware and everything. So I can plug right in there and I can just eat. There you go. So then I don't have to, it's going to be like a half, like a, you know, like a, basically like a taco looking mm -hmm. thing that goes over top of a handband because your hand sweats. So I don't want it to be plastic. So I'm going to, when I give them away to people, I'm not going to sell these things. I don't want to, I don't want to make any money on cripples. Yeah. Um, so if I design one and I come out with it, uh, hold me to that. I don't want to sell it to you. I just want to make, I just, shipping's fine. But I don't want to, I don't want to make money on cripples. I want to design things like for the mobile chair or for your fucking chair. Like, it, like what, what do you need? A cup holder on there? I can make you one. Um, but yeah, that I've been thinking about that. I can get you. I can make you. We'll, we'll look at it after you, here after a while. I'll, I'll print you one before you leave. Because right. I can, I know whatever chair that is, I'll get you a couple around, no problem. Right. So it's a, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm, by the time you leave here, I'll have you, I'll have you talked into buying one of these printers for sure. No, probably. I think I'm already convinced. They're if if you got hands, that's it. Dude, like oh, yeah. the problem I have with these is I can't do it myself. I have to have somebody load it up for me. I right. have to somebody uh, put all the pieces together. If it wasn't for that, like, I mean, I can sit here and I can print stuff, but getting things off the print bed. We just need to get you a little robot and the then guy, you can hey, program the robot to do all no the stuff shit. for your hand. The guy, the guy that has an office yeah, around the yeah. corner. Uh, you know Jake? Yeah. Yeah, so you know Jake? Yeah. He, uh, Jake Steiniger, shout out to Jake. He's an awesome guy. He's got a little robot. He were going to do some funny videos here coming up and, uh, I know he can program that thing to take everything off the build plate. Oh yeah. I know he can. Oh yeah. He's got some wild wild robot in that room. Yeah, you can just run that plate down, program mm -hmm. it to just run down and the robot just reaches. Comes in, in, picks it up. Well the, the we're gonna do a video of uh I don't know how it's gonna work, but uh we're gonna do a video of uh that no, thing taking on, a shot get, glass off your, there and pour me a shot. Don't give your secrets away. No, I mean I won't. I won't <laughs> that, but hey, if we can actually get this thing to pour a shot, like that thing to pour a shot in the shot glass for me and Aww. then give it to me. You could program it to pour a shot out of that bottle. That's exactly what we're doing. Oh yeah. It awesome. just, oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, because his robots are at Toyota and stuff. So oh, he's yeah. he, he's he's pretty slick with it. He's pretty slick. So all right, back on track here. Sorry, everybody. Um, you started doing adaptive sports. So tell me, tell me a little bit about that, and, and tell everybody every adaptive sport you tried. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, you come on. You there's not that many fucking sports out there. Well, the big ones are. Um, you know, I've I'm big into the up and coming pickleball scene right okay, now. Pickleball, yeah. I just played well, I the pickle, US You know where pickleball got famous was prison. In prison, it's a prison I'm sport. Not sure if that's accurate. I'm not sure know. if that's accurate, but I don't know. It's it's a blast. they play handball in prison. Yeah, that's exactly what they yeah. do. I mean, I've never been to prison, but I. Me uh, neither. Me neither. I hope I don't have to go. They're not going to take us to fucking jail. Yeah, I know. They, they'd have to come get up my van to take me to jail. <laughs> yeah, it's true. like it's not like shout out to the cops. They're awesome, but like I'm waiting for my drug addiction until my fifties, oh. so I can see which one kills me first: spinal cord injury or the drugs. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. So we'll see. So pickleball um, right now is big and uh, pretty big into adaptive mountain biking. I got I got myself a mountain bike. Okay. Um, so I ride downhill out in Colorado. All right. Blast. That's um, cool. 
this downhill skiing. Oh yeah. All right. That. We're gonna get to that in a second. Now yeah. you also played hockey. I start. I started. I helped start the sled hockey program down in Evansville. In Evansville, okay. I, I haven't. I, I thought it was in Indy. No. So we got the uh, sled dogs down in um, Evansville. Shout out to the sled dogs in Evansville. Hell yeah. yeah. So started out down there, and uh, we just don't quite have the numbers yet. Still a young program. Well, there's not that many cripples out there in Evansville. I mean, yeah, there are, but there they are, but. but they don't know about it yet. Yeah. So That's the thing. Awareness is not there. Yeah. So it's been a slow growing program, but it's, it's, if going, you're going to be in town for a couple weeks, maybe, I sh- if you're going to be in town for a couple weeks, I don't know. I'm going to, maybe. <laughs> you, I haven't been in a while and they're probably cussing me right now. But if you have time, I'll take you to the, in October, maybe, you may not have time. Um, to there's a support group in Evansville, and that's no. where there's going to be a lot of guys that might be interested in shit like that. Uh, not that you like give a shit now, because you don't live here. Oh, uh, I don't like going. To no, you're not going to go. Like all they all they do, like all they you know, they talk about other things. And uh, I went to one in, in Grand Junction. It's a yeah. I don't like the sad parts, the sad shit that people talk about. I'm like, well, come on, it's just like a downer. Like it's this the one in Grand Junction in Colorado. It's like 30 minutes from me, and I, I met this guy at the store and he's in a chair and he's like oh come out come out and um i was like okay i'll come out they have a really nice facility like right on the colorado river like river access they've got that's all cool. this equipment it's got this like concrete river path that's like 20 miles long and it's ridiculously long it's not that's 20 miles cool. but so i came out i thought it would be like this super cool event and we had shitty pizza well, and little caesars <laughs> And we had, and it was all inside. Beautiful night out. Like, absolutely incredible. Could have went out and, like, done stuff outside. Went down the river wall. Yeah. And instead, we sat inside, and we played this. They set up this little obstacle course inside the office. Yay. Like, it was, like, was like, I felt like I was in kindergarten. Yeah. You know, like, everybody there was capable of going outside and doing, like, something challenging or... Like actually going on a roll down the river walk or like playing disc golf because there's a disc golf course here. Like everyone would have been capable. Yeah. And, and we did everything inside on a beautiful evening in Western Colorado. That and I was just like, silly. I was like, and th- but I mean, I got a, I got a $25 gift card to Cadoba or something for being the fastest to do the obstacle course, you know? <laughs> for being, it, for it being just the, like, sh- the least shitty cripple. It was just depressing. And I was like, oh, was yeah, just, we don't do that shit. Uh, at ours, we just uh, they basically have a guest every time, and uh, it's something that could benefit us. Like, yeah, we had like East Shields guy come out. We had uh, uh, a driving lady come out. Like, there was another other people. They wanted me to like. They asked if I would do one eventually, and I'm like, eh, I don't want to. But all right, we haven't talked about it for months. But I kind of just quit going. Yeah, and so uh, nothing against them. It was just uh, I got other shit going on. Yeah, but they. Uh, it's not. It doesn't sound as shitty as what you got. Yeah, you know. It, it, yeah. It, it, y'all, you do better out there with uh, these adaptive things. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that I'm setting anything up. I don't want. I don't want that. That's not my cross the bear. But uh, yeah, I also helped do. Uh, well, I did road cycling and still do. Um, and I helped with uh, some adaptive rowing and okay. did some of that. And uh, I do enjoy that. That's cool. And uh, Nordic skiing, so cross-country skiing. All right. Now I want to hear about this. You were skiing. Where, where, where were we skiing at? 
in Colorado? Yep, in Colorado, Western Colorado. This is nuts. This this crazy fucker over here. I, I I've never heard anything like this. So I want to. Yeah, he's got to tell the story. Oh, it's nothing that special. It's fucking insane. But <laughs> so it was Powder Horn, small local owned um, ski resort, Western Colorado, just outside of Grand Junction. It's about forty five minutes from my house. I worked there. I ran the snowcat up there for a little bit. And, um, anyways, I was... Just because it was something to do? Yeah, it was a dream job. Oh, okay, you wanted, yeah, you wanted to was, check it out. Okay, I got it. It was a dream job. It was pretty sweet. But, uh, they put hand controls in it, Jen? It was all... It was, it's all ran by hands. I mean, oh, wow. just like mo- most modern equipment. So, so it's like a Zamboni area? Have you... Well, it's a massive machine. It's what they groom the mountain with. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's... Okay, so for people who don't know that, it just throws snow. Like it's like have a shovel on it. Does it have like it's a auger? It's got a huge blade. It's, it's yeah. about fourteen foot wide, fifteen foot wide. Um, I mean, these are twenty thousand pound machines. Yeah. These are this is like a bulldozer for for the side of the mountain. And it's got a huge tiller on the back. Okay, that was what it's I wanted. Tills all the snow there. up and then smooths it out, and that's what leaves the perfect that's corduroy cool. on the mountain. Yeah. Um, so, anyways. I went skiing up there. It was opening weekend, and we had been to a couple different resorts already. We had incredible snow this past year, and uh, got up there. The snow was great, and we were playing around, and I'll ski mediums and stuff on blue runs on the mountain, no problem, and I'll ski blacks if they're in decent shape, but uh, Cassie... Like this one run that is a green run from the top of the mountain. Yeah, down. green means it's like easy. easy. Yeah, it's that's the what I easiest run. But it, so it's the not steep. Payoli. It's the bunny slope, yeah. but it goes from the top of the mountain. All Probably the way haven't down. had a rope that brings you back to the top. No, yeah. it's a it's a big run. That's good. And, but it's just switchbacks, and it's only like it's the width of the snowcat, so it's like okay. fifteen feet wide. And uh, so we, I was like, I'll I'll go down it with you, whatever. And there was all these little just little trails off the side, they yeah. little side hits. And um, we had done this run once with her, and um, and I saw this one side hit when I went through, and I was like, "Oh, that looks fun! Like oh, I'm yeah. gonna run it again, and I'm gonna hit that side hit." And I was messing around, so we went back up, and I hit. I was coming down, and I was one switch back too soon, and there was this other side hit that. I didn't realize what I was hitting. I thought I was at this other one. So I go off of it, and it looks like it just kind of goes up this gentle slope and then, like, comes back down out onto the okay, trail. So you and it's just you like were, You thought you were taking a, an alternate route. Yeah, well, I go up it, and I get to the top. And all these signs say danger? No, there's no signs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and it was like a four-foot drop. It was just a big boulder. You went off the top of this boulder back to the run. Like, literally just dropped off. So I, like... There was nowhere to stop. I'm on the side of this little And you're still cliff. moving at this point. I'm still moving. Okay, so you just split-second decision, right? Split, I, like, pop over the hill, and I'm like, like no Whoa. idea what to do, yeah. And um, so I go off of it, and I was like, I, I can make it. So I ski off of it, and I land, but uh, my sit ski has a shock in it, you know, under me, and I, I totally compressed the shock. Bottom out, yeah. Just bam. And then, so I kind of bounced, and when I landed, I landed in the middle of the run, and it's like the I was on the high side of the hill, and on the other side of the road is the run is the the downside of the mountain. <laughs> Shit. And so I just bounced, and I bounced clear off the the other side, the downhill side the of the bad run, side. the bad side. And um, so, God, it was probably I was in the air. I was probably five six foot off the ground, and I came down. 
and there was a boulder sticking out and it didn't have snow over it yet. It was still, it was opening weekend. So I came down, landed right on my hip. Um, and then I continued to ping pong down through the trees Christ. for another 10 feet. And so I'm way down the mountain and the trail's way up there. And, um, so I get out of my ski and I, my, I get ski patrol down there and they just drag me back up the hill onto the run and then they get my ski up there and I was going to get back in my ski and I was going to ski, keep skiing and I was sitting on the run, the edge of the run with my legs out in front of me and, and, uh, my leg at this point just was kind of vibrating. It wasn't like a violent spasm or anything. It was just kind of vibrating. And I was like, oh man, it's kind of weird, you know? And, and, uh, as I'm sitting there with my legs out in front of me, my right leg, my right foot, pointing up and it just suddenly just falls it just completely uh, rotates over and i was like ah oh, man i i don't know i don't new. think that's right you know yeah, and that's new i've never seen it act like that and um so i, I kind of went to i put my hand under my right thigh and i went to pick it up and my Ooh. the leg was kind of floppy so i was like oh makes me want to vomit that's not good so <laughs> so we uh got the toboggan ride down and went and got a a new rod, some new hardware there, and good to go. And you were the hospital, they're like, you broke your femur. You're like, oh no shit. Yeah, I told him it was our. I told him it was broke on the way. I, you know, at that point, I knew, and so we went. But no pain. No pain. It was, it was the easiest thing ever. You know, <laughs> easiest thing ever. It was like breaking yeah. my neck. Yeah. <laughs> so, Except I. Yeah, that sucked. That does. That does kind of hurt. Yeah, femur is a little less important. So. Well, do you have a lot of pain right now? No, very little. I mean, it's more like an ache. You know, it's just like long days and stuff. Yeah. You get achy. I do. Really my no neck pain. does hurt and my hands hurt. Yeah. I got nerve pain in my hands. That's the... I get carpal freaking tunnel. Oh, really? I started doing much with my hands more than like every day pushing my chair and stuff. Like working on these houses. Getting, I was doing all the electrical, so turning screwdriver for outlets yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it would take me two hours every morning stretching and moving my stretching my hands you know Jeez. my hands go numb just like and it just makes your whole arm ache it's mm -hmm. terrible yeah i get see i get the the nerve pain but i don't take any nerve medicine anymore yeah i don't take any pain medicine because i don't want to be a junkie yeah and uh because it can, it can happen pretty easily it can yeah and that's something that i i try my hardest not to not to take pain medicine if i can yeah i quit i threw all that shit out mm -hmm. uh, like two weeks in they kept giving me all these this pain meds. They had me all like, doped up for I'm like, months. I don't want it. You know, had my shit schedule all messed exactly. up. Exactly. I was like, listen, you know, they're trying to put me on laxatives too and all this. And I was yeah. like, I was never on any of this before. I never had trouble. So let's try yeah. that route. Let's and try that fixed it. everything, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, okay, now you've built yourself a home in Colorado as well. We bought a place we Bought there. a place. Okay, so you bought a We're place. We're working on building a place. Yeah. So do you have a piece of property or anything yet? Yes, we do. Okay. We, we bought a piece of property. We got 35 acres, oh, wow. totally untouched. It's all beautiful trees. Um, it's about 20 minutes where I'm at Any now. Any foothills on it or anything? Like a... It's very gentle sloping from top okay. to bottom, north to south. It's on the side of the mountain. Okay. It's about so, halfway up the mountain. That's great. 7,000 feet in elevation. Um, and it is just... Are you going to build a compound or a cult? Actually, that's what I'm planning. I think so. I would. <laughs> no, I would, I'll, I'll follow you. 
I'm, uh, no, I think I should be in charge. I'll be in charge, okay? Oh, I don't know. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary. I'll be, I'll be in charge. It's no problem. Don't worry. No, we're actually just a big-ass shop. That's you know, good. You gotta build a big, big pole board and then have a house in it? Um, so, first off, we're building, it's gonna be a steel structure. All okay. I-beam construction. You know, I had to incorporate Does that give you flashbacks, or what's going on there? I, I, no flashbacks. I love ironworking. I always tell people, and this is no joke, um, you know, if I if I started walking today, I'd start iron working tomorrow. That's good because I love my job, and man, I freaking get excited when I see cranes and iron, and like <laughs> I start thinking about it, I get excited. Does it give you butter? Uh, well, I I don't know. Did, okay, so you're okay. It's like me. Is your brain still connected to your dick? I don't have real good luck with it, but I mean, yeah, I can like, make it work. But um, a little bit of physical encouragement probably helps. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what that's what it takes. Vibration works good. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So I mean, that's a question people want to know too. I mean, yes, it's uh, it's isn't a glamorous way to live, but hey, shit still shit still fucking works. Hey, that freaking trimix will make it work every time. Oh, trimix, tell me about that. Oh my, that injection. You, okay, the injection. Okay, it? I haven't got it yet. Oh, be see careful that. with that shit. They give it's you a, a very, every year. very fine line between not enough and too much. You'll be popping Sudafed trying to get her to go down. Yeah. Icing in. Like, okay. I better go to the hospital okay. now. Like, hey, they're a big guy. They're a big guy. You're, uh, you're done. Watching this. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, yeah. that's that's something that I like. That, okay, there's, so there's pills. There yeah. is an injection. And then there's like a permanent implant. And yeah. And not interested in permanent implant probably. Me neither. Yeah. But, uh, hey. Um, you Man, know, I have found, though, that if you just... Well, for me, you have to almost get in a schedule for a little bit. Okay. Like, like a couple of weeks and start stim- The more you stimulate it, the better it works. The better it works me. and then the more it'll cooperate with what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like if, if I, you know, if I had, you know, had an orgasm in two years, it's not going to fucking work right. Right. It's not, you know, you got to practice with the guy. Got to practice. Got to practice. Like hitting so puberty. I got an application that's open for practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, well, I, I, you're, not my, you're not my type. Yeah, you're not my you're not my type. So, um, anyway, uh, so you got a place out there in Colorado. What do you guys do in front? You got bars. You go obviously you do sports and you go traveling. But you go to bars and shit. Do you? Grand Junction has a lot of really nice nightlife. We've made some wonderful friends. Cassie, my fiance, she works at. A tap room. They make their own hard cider. Oh, that's great! And so I love hard cider. Uh, me too. I can't drink beer. I hey, just me can't stand I don't, I don't drink it, beer. But I love hard cider. I don't like it. Um, that's my go-to drink. So you know, we get a lot of benefits with that. You know, a that's lot good. of free cider. Shout out to the Talbots. But hey, Talbots, um, I'll have to check you out when I come to Grand Junction. Absolutely, they're uh, amazing. Cider. They, uh, if you guys want to sponsor a podcast, Cripplecast. Hey. Uh, anyway, uh, so we hang out there a lot and some good restaurants but the majority of our time is spent in the mountains um, good out running around we got a camper and, and we we love to does it have a, like is it just a normal camper no it's an off-road i pull it behind my tacoma man you can pull it down about any trail you can drive down and, and how do you get in it like uh do you get it like normal so literally the only thing that is inside is a queen size bed like you oh, okay. open the door oh, the on like, like a pull down back door no, it's, it's two open. side doors, okay. and um, they call them square drop campers. It's kind, it's kind of like the same setup as a teardrop. Okay, with you. So everything is mounted exterior. So it's got a fold-out kitchen that's mounted oh, exterior. That's neat. It's got a hot, 
a, a hot water heater and shower that's exterior. All pretty much all the storage is exterior. It's got a Whoa. slide out fridge. Like everything is outside, and the only thing I have to do is open the door and climb in to go to bed. Oh, that's cool. So, so you don't run. Would you put your chair in there too? Um, I but to keep it out of the weather at night time. I can, but. I usually just take my chair pad out and throw it in there uh -huh. and fold the back down and it, you know, if it gets Nobody's right on, it is what it is. Probably. I'm in the middle of BFE and yeah. no one's going to steal my chair. I'll shoot them if they do. Yeah, exactly. I'll hear them. Yeah. Maybe a bear. Well. The bear might try to borrow my chair. Be cool. Like, yeah, you, I, yeah. you just cru cruise outside, see a bear, and just yeah. cruising around. <laughs> One of them's got a broken leg. Yeah. It's just like, I need Thank this. You. <laughs> I need this, bro. Yeah. yeah. Go have this. Wilderness friend. Make it about 10 feet, hit a rock, and flip yeah. over forwards. <laughs> then it just destroys the chair, tears it apart. <laughs> and it's like, it looks at you and it smiles. Yeah. yeah fucking bears. Sorry. Bears are assholes. <laughs> um, you see any bears out on the trail? Um, I actually, just before I went to South Africa, like two days before I went to South Africa, I was up on the mountain fly fishing, and, uh, like, 50 yards across this lake, probably, this huge brown bear comes out of the woods, comes down along the lake shore and just starts eating these fish along the bank. Starts working around the bank. Not like, a big oh, deal. Shit. Not a big deal. And then it gets like over here and it starts to come down the bank towards me. And I'm like, um, I can't move that quick. <laughs> I start throwing shit in the truck and, and like, and finally it just turned around and it went back the well, other it's direction. A black bear. We get, it, it was a brown bear, oh. but it's not, it's kind of like a black, they're not super aggressive, they're a little more aggressive than a black bear. Not a grizzly though. Not a grizzly, no. Brown, brown bears bear. are more aggressive than black bears. Most of the time you can get rid of black bears pretty easy. Black bears are just, they're not even really aggressive, Sissy. they're just, they're just nosy. Yeah, they, they're like a cat. Yeah, exactly. They're like a cat. They're kind of like, what's going on over here? Oh, yeah. What's going on over here? I'm going to go, okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to run off whenever somebody yells at me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Or try to be your friend. I, they're pretty friendly. Yeah, do you ever shake their hand? I've never shaken one's hand. I try to play the good guy role, you know. And Here's not, some chicken. Not mess with the wildlife, but yeah. I think you could. I've been pretty close to them. Uh, I'm not interested in finding out the hard way, so. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, all right. So, you go to your Colorado. You you know, when we, so you camp a lot, you see wildlife. I was trying to see what anything else that's. I mean, yeah, you okay, you came back to Petersburg because you got a little business you're running with your brother. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to just divulge any of that yet if you don't want to, but uh, you're here setting up something, and uh, that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, you, you, you know, got anything else going on? Um, well, no, other than just trying to retire. <laughs> I, I had to come out of retirement, retirement for the neck bump. I, I had, yeah, no. I got busier when I broke my back. Me too, dude. Rick. Not for the first few months, but yeah, dude, I'm fucking busy. I can't get away. Everybody wants something from you. Always. It's like, oh, come come do this camper. Yeah, and I'm like, and hey, I love on. it. I'm yeah. not complaining come, one come bit because I love what this fucking I've got podcast. Going. Yeah, exactly. Like, man, he keeps freaking bugging me. I know, I was yeah. bugging you for a while. Like, no, I, I told you I was going to come. I, I told you I was coming. Well, I had this whole schedule. I was like, all right, I need help. No, it oh. works. We're kind of getting to a good point. We're good. finally, actually, they're starting drywall this weekend. Oh, good. So, about so it's like, the hard part's over. yeah, the hard part's over. The painful part's done. Yeah. Um. So, it's just kind of finishing up a few loose ends right now for the drywall. Wait for that, and then finish them up and get home. I haven't been home for 
two months, two and a wow. half months. So what? What? Why did you go South Africa? What was the? What was the? The uh, big deal about that? Well, why? Why South Africa? Well, I I'm a bow hunter and okay. shoot a lot of archery and uh, I've made some great connections out in Western Colorado. Red Rock Archery. Oh wow! Um, some incredible Red Rock before then, huh? Uh, I've never actually been to Red Rock. I'd love to go see a concert. There. I know, me too. We've been, we, we were going to go see Jelly Roll there. That'd be cool. And it didn't work out. But um, now that this place is in Grand Junction, um, the, bro the brothers, two brothers, and uh, amazing outdoorsmen and just wonderful people. And uh, they took us in, me and Cassie, kind of under their wing. And they, we, we were shooting there for a couple months, all winter. And they said, hey, we got a guy that has a heck of a deal um, in South Africa for a, a hunting trip. Were you worried about being murdered? No, no, I would never. People were worried about getting people over there killing white people there, apparently. Let me tell you, the news is a liar. Because maybe people are getting killed, but we got a lot of people killing white people here. Yeah, that's true. I, so I will tell you this, man. It was the neatest experience being in South Africa. Every every single person I met, we went to a couple town, little towns, which... We were two hours outside of Johannesburg, kind of north of Johannesburg. Um, and I will tell you, everywhere we went, everyone I met, the nicest people. I, That's what I, heard. I mean, the airport, they wanted to serve you. Everyone really? that worked there, oh, let me get your bag. Let me help you. Like, let me push you, you know. My How family. is it for accessibility? It. Like, is it, dude? like here? It's maybe not as, like, actually set up but there's so many people there and they want to serve you yeah, they, they, they make shit. it work yeah. like when i was where i went hunting at their blinds were like elevated box blinds that they had built so they're like eight foot off the ground and they just have a ladder well he's like we're gonna get you in the blind no problem did you fork truck no he had his skinners and trackers every day they would just pack me up the ladder. They, they would just grab up, me. They would grab me by my legs and arms, and they would just carry me up the ladder, put my chair yeah. in there, set me in my chair. I mean, they took the part, the blind halfway apart so that I could actually shoot because the window was too high. Oh, that's wild. I like taking boards off, and that's cool. Man, I just I had the I had the time of my life. I mean, there was one point they literally pick or multiple times actually they would pick me up in my chair pick my chair and all up and set me in the bed of the toyota land cruiser so that we could go hunt for animals you know from the truck or drive around and look for stuff or whatever like just everything if there was an issue they just made it work they awesome. just it was it was so cool i mean everyone it was like it wasn't even a burden like here yeah. people make things people work, kind of like oh okay okay yeah. i have to help but there it was like no questions asked. What do you need? What can I do to make it easier for you? Is it? Do you think there's a lot of handicapped people there, or did you see any of it? No, I think it's just a service. I think it's a country that's ran by service, mm -hmm. and I think they just have. I think they're just good-hearted people okay. that want to help the clients. That Shout are out to South Africa. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an incredible experience. I that's mean, awesome. The coolest, the coolest trip I've ever been on. I mean, just the people and the and the place and. And the food was incredible, and you know, and it, I, I have no complaints about South Africa. Very cool place. Fantastic. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was a wonderful time. That's great. So, uh, okay. So, we'll go ahead and get close to wrapping up here. Um, but I want to, okay. You've been like this for how long? 
Um, five years? 2018, June 13, 2018. So, yeah, so five, five years-ish. Years. If, if you could tell, you know, anybody, what, like if you had uh, advice to anybody that's in your situation, what would it be? Well, I ask everybody this. Well, I guess my answer would be a little lengthy. I think I would tell people, you know. You say as much as you want. I, I think it's, uh, everyone struggles. And, we, and the next person's problem is bigger than yours, always. So I think the biggest thing is just you got to keep a good mindset and stay busy. And there's people out there that will help you. There's, there's equipment that you can get to help you. There's programs. There are resources. You're not, your life's not over. Um, you know, it's just beginning. That's Absolutely. what I like to say. You know, we're, Unless you're like old. Well, you know, <laughs> unless you're old and raise your neck, then that's not the same. But not the same. But if you're young or middle aged, don't give up. It's not that big of a deal. Just because you don't, you can't use your legs. It's it's not a big deal. There's, you know, it's 2023. There's so much. It's a good time medicine. to be crippled. It's man. a good good it time. Is. It's just getting better. It is. It, uh, okay, so I'm gonna do this real quick. Uh, Mick Mick told me a little bit ago that I need to appeal straight to Elon. Because I've already went through the process. I've, I've got. I've been through the the uh, um, video process. I, I've you know applied. They sent me an email saying thank you. So Mick said, "Well, you need to, uh, you know, put it on Twitter and apply." Paul, uh, you know what? Uh, what do you say? Uh, talk to him directly. Yeah, bring. So it this up. is what I'm gonna do. Elon, Adam Hopkins here at Cripplecast. I need you to change my life. I need to be in that first group of people. I want you to change my life. All right, now that I've done that. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to send that to him on Twitter. Elon, change my life. Give me my life back. I got a pretty good life. Regard, I mean, yeah. all things considered. Yes. But uh, I wouldn't mind being able to control the computer with my brain. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Then I don't have to use use these. Uh, I'm all thumbs these days, you know? So, or even if you can just make your thumbs work. I mean, I'll settle for my dick. Or that. That would work too. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, just thumbs. Thumbs would be great. Um, thumb. I mean, well, I could I could do the tendon transfers, but then they're gonna fuck up my tattoos and shit. And uh, not interested. Not understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm gonna try to get some tattoos. I was gonna I was gonna get my uh, cat's heads tattooed above my knees. Yeah. And I shit you not. And there's nothing to do with her as an artist. She's she's fantastic. That's why I wanted her to to do that. She has pork like a. Oh, realism. Um, and uh, I don't remember her name now. Man, it doesn't matter. But she's from Evansville. She does great stuff. Um, but she calls me the morning of. She says, hey, I fucked up. And I said, what? You know? I said, And she said, oh, my tattoo shop's on the second floor. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, that didn't occur to you at first? That I'm in a fucking wheelchair? Yeah. Okay, so I planned, I, I already paid money and paid the deposit and shit. I mean, it's not her fault. She didn't think about it. She had a lot of shit going on. But, point is, I do not have two cat tattoos above my knees. Well, why does she just, like, well, set up a you time can't. There's, there's rules, there's laws against it now. Like, you can't, well, she, you lose your license for tattooing outside of a shop. And uh, you have to go get a certain, like, I don't know if it's what it's like permission from the city or state or whatever that you can tattoo in another shop or something like that. Like if you go to a festival and tattoo, I think they have to have like uh, licensing and stuff for tattooing out of the shop because it's a medical procedure. So I, I understand, but I was like, well, 
the only reason I, you know, not the only reason I wanted to go with her, but like the main reason I wanted to go with her was because she had done a cat portrait before. And I was like, okay, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I'd like to support a women-owned business, and I want my cat statue above my knees. Um, less about the women's business and more about the tattoos above my knees. Nah, you like your cat. That's all. She's hot. Yeah, she's hot. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, she listens to you. You're a fucking fox, but whatever. That's not the reason I went with her. That you know of. Uh, I was just trying. I was, was trying to I was, buy her out. Hey, I was. You were buying her out. Hey, man, I, I'm play, I was playing the long con. I understand. You know? You gotta, you gotta let these girls know that I'm, I'm nice guys, but I, you know, my fuck, my shit's all fucked up. So, you know, if you got low standards, like, what's up? <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, yeah, just it's a good time, and I, and you know, it's not the end of the world, and no, and uh, it's just you gotta keep a positive mindset and keep yourself busy, find something you're passionate about, and just just keep working at it. Absolutely, and. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to do Cripplecast here, and I'm going to have him back again, especially when I, if, if all goes according to plan, I'll have the, I'll have the cool bus coming. Absolutely. And we'll, uh, we'll get you on that school bus next time I come out to Colorado, and then, uh. We'll, we'll record it on the top of a mountain or something. Yeah, somewhere cool like, cooler than right here. Yeah. I mean, Petersburg's pretty fucking cool, though. In what book? Oh, um, the, uh, somewhere, one of those books at the courthouse. That's what they say. Anyway, no, Petersburg's awesome, man. Yeah, I know you got to get out of here, but like, to be quite to be quite honest, they they turned this place into a handicapped utopia. Yeah, I've seen downtown. Yeah, times. they they you know they didn't give a shit when you were you were going through it. They uh, when I came home, they started putting ramps everywhere, sidewalks in places. They said, "Fuck Colin, Adam, yeah, I mean, Adam's more important." I just never complained. Like, no, I, I didn't. Well, that's true. <laughs> I accused. I'm like, just kidding. With no, that's you. true. I accused a lot of people hating the handicap. Like, yeah. I, you know, I rolled up to this place and I was like, "Oh, the tech center's great. Too bad Elmer Bookta hates the handicap." <laughs> that's a joke. He doesn't hate the handicap. No, but um, yeah. um, but Elmer Bookta Technology Center. This they didn't have automatic doors. It's not a big deal because uh, I can actually still get in here no matter what. I, yeah. I can get in here myself. But it's uh. And they're 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 all wired up for doors. They have motors yeah. inside of the doors already. They just, the electricians just didn't put the faceplate in. Oh yeah, that's all it is. Sounds it's like you know it is. You get to the end of a job and they're like, oh, we're gonna get the, gonna get the fuck out of here. Uh, so the electricians, they're the last ones there, and they're or the or the laborers cleaning yeah. shit up, and they're yeah. like, you know what? Fuck it. There's no handicapped people here. Yeah, yeah fuck those guys. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but now they're uh, uh, Mick was here today. He was like, why haven't we got your doors open yet? And I was like, they don't like me. Yeah. Like everybody hates me here. So I talk about shit. It works. It does work if you do it correctly. People don't like bad pu- bad publicity. No, they don't. Nobody likes to be accused of hating the handicap. Oh, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> and it's not It's not like... I'm, I'm kidding, mostly. Oh, I know. But some people do hate the handicap. Like, I didn't like the handicap before I was, like, hurt the handicap. Well, but I was like, ew, gross. Yeah. Like, I'd see somebody like me, I'm like, ugh. See, it was bad karma. It was bad karma. No, because I, 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 I've said this on the podcast before, and, I, and I'm glad I'm bringing it up to you. I've referenced you in, in not every podcast. I'd say damn near though. All right. Um, and, and and it's in this in this light. When I heard you got hurt, I told my buddies that I was working with. I was on a roof there at Toyota too, and they they everybody stand down. Somebody died, and then it was like, oh, he's not dead. Go back to work. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's not dead. Go back to work. And I was like, no, oh, fuck that. Video. So we went to go home anyway. But um, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, I had half, afternoon off. Half, half a day. Yeah, half a day off. But we sat there and we discussed, like, when we found out, like, oh, he's not dead, he's just paralyzed from the neck down. And I said, 
fuck that. I said, if that happens to me, somebody just fucking kill me. And I said that that day. Lo and behold, three years later, yeah. here I am. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you might have said, you're right or right, bad karma could have been. I said all kinds of stupid shit. You know? And it was mostly joking around. But now I think I was serious about that. Um, I was serious at the time about that. Serious. Yeah, at the, the time, time, I was serious yeah. as a freaking heart attack. I was like, I can't live like that. I wasn't strong enough then. Yeah. That was five years ago. I, I'm not saying I'm being stronger. Well, I have to be stronger than I was then. You're stronger now. Because I, uh, I didn't think I could do it. But you're, I did it. You're thriving, and I'm super proud of you and, and everything that you've accomplished, and you're still accomplishing, and the, the things Just that you're growing. And, you know, I, I do remember, I don't know all the details of your story early on, but I know a lot of it. I know there was a lot of hard times there. I know when I came to see you in the hospital, I know your mom was looking for a saving grace for you and and uh yeah and i just remember you know i never really went through that um that whole well i thought i was gonna die thing. a couple times yeah and so i like i think you you saw me before my second surgery where I, where they found i got an infection after that oh okay and so uh it was in my spinal column yeah uh, they leaned up into my brain they're like oh yeah you broke your neck worse and now you got an infection and i was like yeah. yeah okay. True. They're like, well, if we don't treat this now, before the surgery, you're gonna die. Yeah. Oh. Huh? Well, that's all. That's it. Yeah. So and then I, um, I didn't. So doctor, shout out Doctor Gable. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, but but I'll reach out to him. I remember seeing you then and, and coming to see you in the hospital, and I know, I I knew you had a you had a good face on then, but I knew it wasn't. Oh, good. it was uh, just a facade. I was fucking terrified. Yeah. I mean, every, who I mean, and who and who wouldn't be. So, like, I was terrified. I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I thought and knew right then that I was losing everything. Yeah. And But you didn't. I didn't Look, lose everything. You didn't lose everything. No, I thought I did. You thought you did. I thought I did. But you probably... I how much, how much have you gained? How much oh, have you dude. found the little things that you never put two seconds you take for granted, you don't for, think about. Now you look at it and you're like, man, this, this is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, th I would say that... If you can get through the mental part of a, of a major disability like this, you become a better person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a better person than I was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I mean, I wasn't a complete dirtbag or anything. No, but I no. wasn't like a, It helps you find yourself. Yeah. And it helps you realize the little things in life, that's mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, you know, uh, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have met you other than this. Um, even though you're from my hometown, yeah, I would not have met you. You were just a name to me and uh, a story, and uh, I'm glad that through this you've been here for me to help me out, talk to me, and uh, advice and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's been invaluable. You and Ben Trockman are yeah. the two guys that in the area that that I could turn to, and if I had an issue that I had, I didn't know what to do about something. So, um, seeing you continuing to battle and do do all your sports and stuff is an inspiration to me and everybody else that I see. So. Um, Keep that shit going. Absolutely. Yeah, you ain't, yeah, you ain't done life. that shit. That's um, my life. So, so um, do, let's, okay, you have, let's go ahead and shout out your Instagram. How would people get a hold of you? It's, or, 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 unless you don't want people to get a hold of you. No, uh, mostly just, just me personally, constantly. Uh, constantly. I have sweet visuals um, that I do some stuff Is that a on. website? Instagram, Instagram, Sweet Visuals, Sweet Visuals, and uh, I also have the Wandering Wheelchair. The Wandering Wheelchair. Now that's on Instagram. Yes, yeah, sir, and Facebook. And both Facebook. Of, both of them are on so Facebook. the Wandering Wheelchair. I'll put you. I'll put a link in there if you guys want to. Um, if you guys want to follow Colin on his journey, 
He does all kinds of wild shit, so and everything is going to continue with him. He's not. He's not done. I never so, post on there. But I try well, to, that's I okay. I mean, and you might do a wild hair. If I would just give the information to my fiance, she'd keep up. Well, I've, I've actually, I got a, I got an assistant coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's gonna um, do a lot of my online stuff for me. So I could have. You, an, need, to, you need to hire a slave. I, I could have an epic page if somebody would just keep up with it all. But right? I don't like I, when I'm doing something. I've always been this way of like when I'm doing something or a trip or. Whatever I'm like so focused on that that I never take the time to take pictures. I, I do I, I do I do no cool shit, shit but I never have pictures unless Cassie takes them for me because need, like I need somebody like like that's yeah. why I hired him. I mean, he's a kid, um, but I need somebody follow me around and just video yeah. and then edit the edit. It. I don't need fancy editing. Right. I just need somebody to capture I, me I talking shit. Videos. I hate videos. I don't think I look good in videos. And yeah, because you're fat. I don't. I know I'm fat. <laughs> Are fat you fat? And my voice sounds bad in audio. So okay, well I'll doctor it up. Yeah, just yeah. I was wondering when you were going to change that. Fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just I, I like stills. I think I look good in stills, and I'm fine. Not, not that I look. I'm you don't see your. I'm not being self centered, but yeah, I look you're a little too bit better. But um, I'll, I'll don't worry. I'll blur out your body. Yeah, just the whole thing. Just, just a bloated face. Just a bloated face. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I'd be good with it if somebody would just do it. Right. That's what I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm trying I would to never look at it. Well, and I, I, I would have a problem not looking at the comments. It. Yeah. That's kind of my thing. Is like I just don't care. Well, I just look for hot chicks in the comments. Like, hey, oh, maybe she want. Maybe she got low standards. Maybe she's got low standards. <laughs> Wants to take care of somebody the rest of her life. Yeah. You know? uh, no, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not like helpless. I got slaves. Yes. So, yeah. I got people to take care of me. You could have slaves too, but you don't. I don't. No, I. But you don't, you don't, you could convince them that you needed it, but you really don't. At this point in my life, I have everything I need. Right, but right. I won't say that and I won't ever, but I've got, I'm young I've got, and hard headed. Right. And I've got caregivers because I'm a little, I'm a little fucked up. You. Yeah. So, you know, I have full time caregiving, but like today, I don't need somebody right here in my face. Right. But tomorrow I could get a UTI and I'm in the bed for yeah. three days and yeah. I need somebody. Right. You know, and it's that's kind of what you know. It's it's like being a younger guy. Like, um, I, I, you know, in this situation, it's kind of a uh, not ideal. It's yeah. not ideal. It's, it's it's hard to have women over. It's hard to explain. Hey, I got this shit going on. You know, I kind of was a normal dude before. Like I'm not really normal before. Yeah. We're but we're none of us are normal. But it's like it's it's just something you got to explain. You know. Nurse, uh, you know, nurses are not people in healthcare. They they're nice people to talk to and stuff like that. But uh, you know, and found the galley. So you want to take care of somebody? Go on the road. Yeah, I need some. You're gonna find somebody. We'll see. You're gonna find someone. I can always turn gay. Yeah, then it would open up a lot more doors. Yeah, it would. You know, I mean, I would be a king in prison. Like, oh, I got I got a surprise hole. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if they'd want to use well, it. Well, that's one of my stand-up jokes, and people, yeah, that's yeah, a little rough. Sorry for people. Sorry, guys. Um, but like, I'd be a king in prison. Yeah, I'd be like, put it in my surprise hole. Yeah, yeah. It's like perfect height already. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, for a tall guy. For a tall guy. Um, so I don't know. I'm just saying, I got options. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna find you a good person. Like, you're you're still on the journey. It's all part Ooh, of yeah. the journey. Yo, once I got, once I'm driving a black school bus everywhere. Oh, you're gonna be pimp daddy. Oh yeah. Daddy. Like hey, hey, I know this living room with all this podcast stuff is cool, but you're gonna have a whole a... school bus load of women. I hope. One to just want to take care of you. Oh, that'd be awesome. 
Ah, the dreams. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up, Colin. I, uh, I'm going to... You know, anything else you want to say to the, to the good people of Cast Nation? No, I just thank you for having me on. And hey, I, I thank glad you, Glad to be here. This, is, uh, this was an awesome, awesome, awesome podcast. I, I've been waiting for this one since the start. And uh, because people around here want to hear this too, hear about you and, <laughs> and stuff like that. I, I get asked, like I said, I get asked all the time. When are you going to have that cripple calling on? No, they don't say that yeah, because they, yeah. they are nicer than me. Yeah. But I said, you know, eventually. And so I'm glad you're here. Thank you for your time. Um, that's all. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. So, All right, everybody. Cripplecast Nation, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, this should be out at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Um, and follow Colin on social media. Got a event coming up at the Buffalo Trace Festival here um, next month in October. So Cripple Craft is going to be selling all my garbage. So check it out. Thanks, guys.